Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome into Ravens Press Pass. Today you'll hear from head coach John Harbaugh following the Ravens 56-19 win over the Miami Dolphins. Here's Harbs. Okay, good to see everybody. Appreciate you coming out for the press conference. Very uh, pleased with the victory. Very pleased with uh, our positioning uh, at the end of the regular season, uh, which is, has one more game left, and then moving into the playoffs. So uh, we have kind of a twofold thought process right now. Uh, we have our priority, which is the Steelers game, and um, putting our best foot forward, playing our best game against you know, our, our biggest rival, uh, who we expect to, you know, playing great football. And uh, we expect it to be a very hard-fought game. So we've got to get our minds right for that, as we will. And then, you know, just planning for, for the next step in the playoffs. So those are the two things we're looking at today. And uh, after today, it'll be focused on the Steelers completely. So uh, from my perspective, the coaches are focused on the Steelers right now. So what questions do you have? John, um, being that you've kind of clicked everything you, have, you know, need to do, um, have you made a decision on Lamar? Will, will he play in that final game? I have not made a decision on any personnel yet. We've got to kind of work through the injury part of it first, and that'll take us probably 24 to 48 hours to get a real handle on that. Uh, and then we'll make those decisions. Uh, we're not going to keep it a secret, Jamison. Uh, we'll let you know what we're going to do uh, once we start practicing. Could you touch on this yesterday at the death of the team? No Hamilton, no Stevens, and the secondary played literally lights out. Um, well, what's the kids are key getting those, those guys always being ready? I mean, because they never know when they're going to be able to come in there and play. Yeah, Todd, I think that's one of the best points about the game, really. You know, the fact that those guys stepped up. And, and we had some things come up that we didn't anticipate. You know, we, we had some game time decisions, and we had some things happen during the game that uh, knocked guys out. I, th I thought the corners, the safeties, uh, just played tremendously well. I mean, Darrell Worley comes in and plays great ball. And all three of the corners, Arthur played great. Rock played great. Ronald played great. Those guys played against a high, you know, high, high-powered offense. Thought they played good, sound football. They covered man. They uh, they handled the motions. They handled all the different combination coverages we were in against that offense. And thought they just did a great job. John, you you mentioned you're still sorting through the injuries, but as of now, any of the guys who were out yesterday or who got hurt yesterday, are they worried to not be available for the playoff game? Uh, I way too early to say that. I would say not at this point, you know. But hey, that's that's a ways away. Specifically with Marlon, was he campaigning to try to go back in? We, we saw him pacing on the sidelines, riding the bike, all of that. Um, yeah, just with the cat. Yeah, he wanted to. He wanted to, but uh, it wasn't. It wasn't meant to be. John, can you talk about Ben Cleveland's performance yesterday? Uh, a guy that you know was set back in the day and, and uh, the third round pick for you guys just 
seeing his opportunity and what he made of it. Right. Another one of probably the great stories of the game. Uh, he played very well. And uh, you've seen it in practice with Ben probably for really all season. He's had a chance to, one of the things he didn't have a chance to do sometimes earlier in his career was stack practices because he had little nicks and bruises and things like that that just kept him out of practice. He stacked a whole season's worth of practices, and to me it showed up in the game. Uh, he played really well, run blocking, pass blocking, really all of it. thought he had, a, he had an excellent game. You guys really used Justice Hill effectively in the last couple of games, especially as he kind of found a niche for himself getting more involved in the passing game, especially. Especially, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, that, uh, we've seen it in practice a lot. Justice has really good hands. He's an excellent route runner. He's also excellent in pass protection, too. Uh, and then Lamar, uh, you know, saw the coverage, uh, diagnosed it a couple times, and got us into certain routes that freed Justice up on some of those rail routes. And that was, uh, I was pretty impressive to see those two guys working together at the line of scrimmage like that. You know, every team nowadays kind of says next man up, and the successful teams are the ones that kind of usually don't see a big drop off when you know some major injuries happen. But do you, feel, do you kind of feel like one of the defining characteristics of this team to this point has just been that, the ability for guys to kind of come in when you've had some front line gets, get injured and not have a drop off? Yes, I mean, I think absolutely it's, it's a defining you have to, it has to be that way in the National Football League for sure. You just have to have that quality to uh, sustain and have stamina through the whole season as a team. You know, team stamina requires guys to step in and play and, and play at the same high starter level. I mean, in our minds, everybody's a starter. You have to be because you're one, you're one click away from being out there and, and, you know, everything riding on your shoulders. So you've got to prepare that way. Uh, I think our guys have always done a good job of that. I think if you go back in past years, Many, many past years, you'll see the same thing, the same trait uh, with this team. So, you know, just appreciate about that type, type of players that we have. Uh, and they've done that this year. John, as we, as we talked to the players after the game yesterday, the, guy, the guys who were here four years ago, it seemed like all of them said that experience does stick with them, that it will inform kind of how they prepare for, for, for this opportunity. I guess for you, what do you think are the best lessons you took from that experience and how that played out? What, which experience? Uh, that was a disappointment. You know, it just was a disappointment. We, we, we did our best. We uh, had, you know, a certain kind of a season. It's different than this season. It's a different team, different circumstances, uh, different everything, you know, uh, except for the record was about the same, you know, and the bye. Uh, I, I think I, you know, I remember the experience and the choices we made, but the decisions we made, we made for certain reasons, and we thought they were the right decisions. What impacted what, how, in terms of us not playing our best football that day? It's really hard to say, you know, what, what the cause and effect was. We just didn't, you know, we didn't go out there and we didn't do it, you know, and that's the thing that I kind of take from it the most. Um, of course, you want to, you don't want to, we want to be better. We, we have to play way better than that in this next game if we want to win, so, and we do want to win, so. Uh, but you got to look at everything kind of in, in the, in the, from the framework or through the lens of today, this team and the challenges that we're facing, and that's what we'll try to do. John, along those lines, what, what kind of is your philosophy when you're weighing, you know, what kind of, obviously injuries, and, you know, it plays a part, but weighing, you know, decisions on guys to play, how much they'll play, and, and so forth versus, versus not playing. That's yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a really good question. It's a little bit overstated just because you just, it's not like the preseason where you have a bunch of guys. I mean, you have, you have six spots to work with. 
And there's going to be probably somewhere in that range with d different guys who have injuries, you know, somewhere three, four, five, six guys every week. That's how it is every week. So it's not going to be different this week, especially on another short week. So that pretty much dictates for you, you know, what you're going to do. So I don't really have a philosophy. Uh, I think we'll probably make decisions. And the good thing is I, I feel like the depth we have, you know, like, like we're doing an offensive tackle. We can share time with guys, and that's a very valuable thing, you know, so that comes into play as well. And we just look at all that. And, but we're going to – the team we put out there, which is going to be the team we have, it's our team, uh, is going to go out there and do everything they can to win the game, play our best football game of the season, and win the game against a real tough opponent. John, uh, winning a Super Bowl <clears throat> and making it to February have been the mottos for this team this season. How much has Jackson and some of the others asked you about what it felt like and what it takes to win a Super Bowl because you have done so? Yeah, that's not been part of our, our conversation. Uh, our conversation has been on the, on the week at hand, you know, uh, framed up by the idea that we, our goal is to go 1-0. and And that's really all we focused on. John, uh, I guess from the perspective of coaching staff communicating to players, what have you know, these past four weeks been excuse me, for you guys in terms of getting ready to face these very unique, very challenging offenses and, and what it maybe you know, showed to you guys about how you can prepare and how much how beneficial it could be kind of in the playoffs? But. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't take any great like, uh, takeaway from it other than the fact that it's, it's what you do. It's a process. Uh, we have a defensive system that we continue to evolve, you know, an offensive system that is new to us but has evolved throughout the course of the season. Same thing on special teams. And then you just try to apply, you know, your system, your players uh, to the opponent you're facing, you know, and just try to try to do the best you can to take away what they do well or to attack, you know, what they don't do well uh, and to uh, put your guys in position to give them an advantage. I mean, we always seek advantages. We always try to find ways to give our guys some advantage in the play if we can. Uh, to at least be equal, and there's always going to be sometimes that guys are at disadvantage just because of the way it's set, structured. You might, you might put the coverage over here, and over here we're a little light, and man, you've got you've got the ankle weights on. You know, you've got to come through for us and and uh, overcome the disadvantage. You know, so but we weigh all that out. You know, with every every call or every scheme that we that we do, all three phases. I think our coaches do a phenomenal job of that. Everybody's got their area, you know, and they just go through the process. And I will say to your point that I think our coach has done a great job of that. You know, I think everybody in their area, you know, whether it's the backed up coach or the, or the red zone coach or the low red zone coach or whatever it might be, those guys have all done a great job. John, John after the game, uh, there's, we saw some of the post-game celebration in that locker room. <laughs> how, would, how would you evaluate uh, some of the dancing that occurred? Some of the dance moves. Yes. The dance moves. Well, I can, I can say this. I think that probably as I look at this crowd out here, you, you all can probably relate to this. While I was dancing, okay, I would thought it was pretty darn good. I mean, I thought it was impressive, you know. I mean, I thought I was smooth, you know, rolling. Then my daughter showed me later on tape, and it looked a lot like what happens at home when she videotapes me. It wasn't too much different. So uh, I was a little bit disappointed in the, when, you know, the tape doesn't lie. I was a little bit disappointed in the performance. But, uh, but you, the, the, well, you know, I, I, I got low. Did you notice? I was in bed, you know. There's a lot to be said for that. But, uh, but like, I, I think my advice would be to any, any, any young people who are working their way into dancing at, like, dances and proms and things like that, here's my advice. is like, don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Bring the energy, man. Get off the wall. Get out there and dance. Bring the energy. It doesn't matter what you look like. It matters how much fun you have, all right? No wallflowers.
Speaking of, of energy, uh, Odell Beckham obviously had, had a huge catch yesterday. He's had some games down the stretch here where he's he played really well, obviously. And, and I'm curious what, uh, aside from what we see on the field, what, what's his impact uh, been particularly as we get to this part of the season for a guy who's been there, done that? Right. Well, yeah, I think, he, I think that part of it, the leadership part, is really good. I mean, Odell's leadership has been outstanding. I mean, he's a, he's a real relational type leader. Uh, he is like to the point. He's been there. He's done that. He's been in these big games. Uh, he's had great success. Uh, you know, I mean, he just he knows he knows what it takes. You know, and uh, so I, I do think he he's he's with the guys. He encourages guys. Really was very encouraging, kind of a, of a leader. Uh, the other part of it though is his ability to make plays. I mean, to me, he's a major factor out there. I mean, people are they're 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 giving him attention. Uh, he's, he's they're, they're making sure they cover him, and he's he's coming up with the ball, you know. So he's a guy that could break out and have ten catches. At any time in a game, uh, or he has the one that, that makes a huge difference in the game, you know. That's really kind of one of those great Odell Beckham type of catches, man. I mean, wow, you know. So uh, he's he's a he's a factor, big factor. John, on that video of the post game, Rashad Bateman kind of looked kind of emotional when he's talking about how much the team means means to him. Just talk about the strides he's made, just, you know, how he's, you know, not, not everything's gone his way this year totally, but it seems to, you know, his attitude and all that. Yeah, I mean, I think Rashad, like, he's been through so much uh, adversity personally with the, with basically the injuries, you know, uh, high pick, you know, high expectations, and then fighting through injuries, fighting through injuries, you know, and then, uh, uh, and then this, I think this year, kind of that settled out kind of early season, and then just grinding every single day going to work, stacking practices, knowing at some point in time. And yeah, disappointed sometimes after games, you know? You know, I'd, maybe, maybe he didn't get as many balls as he wanted or you know, maybe he didn't make a catch he wanted to make, yet not letting, him get it, not letting that get him down, you know? And, uh, and knowing a big day was coming, you know? I don't know if he wants me to tell you this, but I told him, I said, man, I said, he came to me, I saw him Friday, I said, you know, big game bait, man. It's gonna be a big game for bait. And, and he came up with some massive catches for us, kept some drives going. I think that's just a prelude to what's coming. John, is, is Ty's Bowser out of time at this point? Just because, I mean, you yeah, imagine he need the long land up and you just don't have much time left. Yeah, uh, I, I, honestly, it's hard for me to say. It's not something I'm directly involved with every single day. Uh, medically, Eric's involved with that, with uh, the team doctors and stuff. So. Um, I don't know if I could really add anything to it that would be helpful. In recent weeks, big plays, obviously, Thailand's return. You know, San Francisco, there's a long punt return late in the game yesterday. Yeah. What do you think has really kind of come together for the special teams unit where they're making those splash plays now? Yeah, it's like the old thing, preparation meets opportunity. I mean, those guys have been out there, practice. You see them every day. They, they practice for early, uh, and they, they, uh, they work hard. And uh, that return, that particular return, we've been working on for about six weeks. And it's a, it's a little, you know, cutback return that we had, and it was executed beautifully. Back to the celebrations, um, how important is it throughout the season to have those moments of fun? And do you feel like there's something different about the culture of this locker room this year? Uh, it's a good question. I, I think this is a really special, mature team, a team that really has is connected, uh, is really uh, emotionally, you know, they had, there's a lot of bonds there. I, I think they love each other. I really do. I think there's a strong brotherhood, family. It's a family type of a team. And they're genuinely happy for one another when they do well. And so when they do well, you know, opportunity, they're, they, they're able to celebrate it because they're really happy for each other, you know, and 
that was what you saw, you know, especially in a moment like that, a defining moment when you, you win a division title. I mean, it's a big deal in the National Football League to win a division championship. It's really hard to do. Everybody's really good. Our division especially, you know. So uh, our guys, it was, it was great to see. John, with Isaiah Likely, is it getting to the point where, you know, you see him make these big clutch plays and it's like, okay, you're kind of almost, it's expected now for him to kind of be in that situation and, and produce. Do I expect it? Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, it's just. It's not really a surprise anymore. It's coming always like, yeah, that's kind of what he does now. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. The guys that see him practice every day are kind of like, hey, you know, what have you been waiting for? You know, he's been that way since he got here, kind of making those kind of plays. But, yeah, just the experience, the game-playing experience, I think is really kind of has gotten to the point where he's been able to take it, take that, get the confidence out there and say, hey, I can really do this in big games. He's been, he's been great. You know, it's been, it's been fun to watch. Can we surprised to see Todd Monk get on the sideline this year? I was. I turned around and said, oh, you know, he had that, that smile, that Todd's, that, that Grinch smile that he's got there, you know, and uh, he was all happy, you know. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was fun. It was fun. I was, that and Travis Switzer, all those guys, Craig Versig, all those guys were down there, so it was cool. John, uh, we've asked about these guys before, but Kyle Van Noy set a new single-season career uh, sacks numbers. Devin Clowney is one sack from setting a, a, a tying a personal best. What about this team and, and this unit allows them to foster that kind of success? Well, I, I think that, I don't know. That's a good question for those guys. But I do think our system is built in such a way as we are equal opportunity, you know, uh, scheme builders, I guess you could say. You know, it's, it's, set up for, uh, it's set up for everybody. You know, everybody can do something, you know. Do your job really great, you know. But it's also, and you try to put guys, those guys are in position. And they do their job really, and they play super hard. I mean, it's really them. You know, they're the one making the plays. So I, I, th I think they deserve the credit. I hope they get their records, man. I mean, let's go. Let's smash those records. That's the goal. Sorry, does right. uh, clinching the one seed make it easier for you to watch Michigan in a couple hours? Can I say it again? Does clinching the one seed make it easier for you to watch Michigan? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, I'd, uh, man, I don't know. It's, sometimes you got to be able to do two things at once. But I, I will have an eye on that game. And probably two eyes in that game, you know, for that period of time. I have to admit that, yeah. It's going to be go blue, man. Go blue! Thanks for listening. As always, check out the Lounge podcast with me, Ryan Mink, and Garrett Downing, where we broke down the Ravens' big win over the Dolphins. And make sure you stay tuned for later this week when you'll hear from more Ravens players. Thanks for listening. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath Kitchen and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. 
Find great brands like Kohler at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com slash build.